Today's daf is daf mem dalid, and we continue from the following. Mayan calls bamshum moshech, and if you have a spring, the whole time it is flowing, ain bamishum giloi. There's no problem of drinking from it. There's no problem of giloi, meaning it goes clearly left uncovered. And even if it doesn't have abrim seah, which we said, if it's a pool of water, it's abrim seah. It's not a problem. So even if it's less than that, you've got no problem. Well, my se- uh, sorry. The Amar Amar Bishmal Benoshel Reb Yochanan Ben Bruka Masa Shiarad Reb Yochanan Ben Nuri Etz Reb Yochanan Ben Bruka. So Reb Yochanan Ben Nuri came by Reb by Reb Yochanan Ben Bruka. Aba Lebeit Sharia. That's the location. Vehir Ahu and he showed him give a small pool Shelohaya Bo Ela Shlosha Lugim. So it has a small amount of water. So normally that even Bekar could be a problem. Shushugmaim Bugeshamim, but the rain was metaftafim, was dripping. The Yordim and coming down the Shacha and he bent down the Shata and he drank for Amar and he says, ain ba mishum gilui. In that situation, you've got no worry, despite the fact that not, not a lot of water. So, by the way, there's two understandings that you'll see um, in the Mepharshim here. <clears throat> to us, why it's not a problem. One understanding where Chaim explains it is because it's dripping. The dripping itself is going to be is uh, puts off the uh, the the snake from drinking from it. <clears throat> However, what you have in the Rush Cerulio here it says actually because he's not the because it's it's raining or there's a lot of rain, the snake doesn't want to come out, Kadesh Loi Tanef Batip, because it doesn't get stuck in the mud and mud, muddied. Okay. Different ways of understanding it is it that it's put off by the dripping in the water itself, or it's the, the environment that's really the that's putting him off. The question is Vad Heikhan. How much would it be dripping? So Ad Heikhan. So the uh, let's continue. Ravmana um, Ravmana Bart Tanhum, I mean, it's how much, how much is up to drip. So Ravmana Bart Tanhum says, Ad You've got to but it's the Girsa changes, Tadiachakartin. Now, there's that to be raining enough that one will be able to wash a karatin. Karatin is leak. Okay. Rebeliezer, however, <coughs> And what's Karagle Avaz? So again, you're going to see the two different explanations that are brought before in terms of what's going on behind this. So you're coming to the fall. Rav Chaim says it's because as it's dripping in a way that it'll actually start making the water spread out in a way that looks like the feet of geese. Okay. In other words, that's makes a little hole as it's dripping. And it spreads like kind of like Karagle Avaz. That's where Chaim explained it. Or if you, that's, that's the understanding that's the dripping itself that's putting off the animal versus, sorry, the snake. This is the Rosh Therulio says, meaning there's enough rain that's going to be muddied enough that the a, a goose's feet will get stuck in it. In other words, an, an environmental issue. So Amar of Yaakov, so again, the two different explanations coming to the fore to understand this. He says, this is Rukhaim uh, again, and also the Pnei Moshe. He says, because it's, in other words, if you matter the, the, the water that is outside, that happened to be streaming into the house, despite the fact the rain's not dripping on it, we say, uh, I'll, read, I'll read the Pnei Moshe. He says, it's going to be off-put by the rain outside, even to drink that with the pool that is coming inside the house as well. However, again, just because I've done trying to learn the sugi like she thought, Rashi Lewis says because it's raining outside, it's going to be so muddy enough that even inside, it's going to get a little bit on the muddy side, too muddy um, for the snake. Okay, let's continue. Tani, Rabbi Roshai says, 
Now, this is where it seems to be a difficulty for one shitta. What the what the um the, what we learn here, the Rabbi Shai teaches that that when it comes to Maim Gluyim, the issue is whether it's in Eretz Israel and Chutz Laaretz, doesn't matter where, also summer, also winter. So according to the shita that we're talking about, when it's drip, what we've seen in the previous so it's the dripping of the rain off puts, it, puts the snake. That's not a problem. However, Rosh Zerulia says, ah, one second. I've been explained the previous sugya to say the issue is what? The issue is that it's the muddiness around. So therefore, it seems to be, you'd have to say, this is cholak on what we just learned. Because if an issue, even in the rain, even in the winter, that would be um, that would seem to contradict what we just said. Is if the environment is muddy, would have put as a snake. Here it clearly seems to be that in the winter time we've still got a we're still choshesh mishum gilui. Okay, let's continue. Now we're talking about the various fruit that you find that have have perforations in it. Nikurei te'enim. Zam rabiuda bar pazi man tana Who's the shita that holds by? We have to be concerned by nikurim, meaning fruit and the like that have holes in them. In other words, you have to be concerned, maybe a snake drunk from it. So it's Rabban Gamliel. The Rabban Gamliel, Now this relates to the Sugya Masechta Para. And that is, um, the, it talks about if various animals drink from the Mechatat, when do we have to be concerned that they may have, um, so, so for example, large animals, that the saliva would come back into the water. And if it's mixed in something else, it's possible the Mechatat. And there's a Machloket regarding snakes. It's Rabban Gamliel, who's of the Shitta that says if a snake drunk from the Mechatat have to be uh, then, then it's possible Mechatat because it's Meki, meaning the poison itself is going to come back into the, into the water. Ah, so that must be, if it's only Rabban Gamliel that says that, it must mean that our Mishnah is la, only like Shitta Rabban Gamliel. Because Chachamim says we're not concerned when it's drinking from the Mechatat that it's going to, some of the poison is going to come out. Mashma, it sounds to be that the, what it sounds like that according to Chachamim, there shouldn't be any concern whatsoever about Ma'in Gluim. Because we find by Mechatat, they're not concerned. How can you compare the two things? In other words, read uh, Chaim, it says, How can you compare the Machlok that they have by Mitzvah, by Mechatat, where this can impact Mechatat, with our case, which is what? Which is the issue of Sakanahi. And as we've been saying, and Sakana is much Muhammad. So despite the fact that there might be Choylek in the case of Mechatat, whether a little bit of the venom comes out or not to puzzle the Mechatat, doesn't mean that the, 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 the Machloket translate in the case of um, Sakana, where Chachamim might be more Machmir then, because we're, we're super concerned by Sakana. Well, look, Kentani, didn't we already learn this? It says, Ra'at Sipor, if you saw a, a bird, like a pecking away at a asur. it's Asur, because why, like we said in the Mishnah, we're concerned that maybe where it was pecking away at that location is where a snake may have perforated it beforehand and there's poison in it. That's the case of Sakana. In other words, we're so chamur in that case of, uh, of Sakana. Compare that with, now according to the, the, um, the growls, uh, we take out the next couple of lines. So you drop down a bit. However, we said something different. The Amar, the Amar of Baba Shem Rabbani, Taman Shachta V'chatva Zeivin. What happens if you shecht an animal and, and some wolves come and cut the menemaim, the intestines? And even if you find out later that what? That you find the menemaim and there are holes in it from the, from the, from the, um, the teeth of the wolves, we say it's kshera. Why? Shechezka benemaim kosher, because it had generally benemaim kosher. So if we, we don't have to be kosher, we can assume it's okay. 
but one shouldn't be shouldn't be concerned that maybe they they ate it that the where their teeth marks were was where there was a natural perforation the main animal trafer. So we say so you see that there we say we can rely on a chazaka. We're not concerned that the whole, like the teeth of the wolf went perforate exactly where the cheskas trefer, exactly where the trefus was. It's not a concern. But here in our case, when it comes to sakana, we're super concerned that this animal happened to be pecking away at, a, at this fruit. We say, oh, maybe there was the, the, the same location as the, um, as where a snake may have eaten from it. So you see, once again, we treat the case of sakana much more chamur. So, from it generally surin. So as it says, In other words, if, as the conclusion is when it comes to Sakana, we're so much more careful that they were Yardu Minikarim Karaban Gamil, that even though there were Khulak and Rabban Gamil in the case of Mechatat and other situations, that the snake wouldn't have wouldn't have um uh, expelled some of its venom when it was drinking for the Mechatat. Nonetheless, well, there were choshesh for his shita when it comes to the case of Sakana, um, because again, it's Sakana is Mohammo. Okay, let's continue. Tana Rebeliezer Romer, Ochel Adam Te'eni Banavim Balela. Ve'enu choshesh nema shomer pete'im Hashem. If in the middle of the night you go to the fridge and you want to take out some uh, grapes and have a, have a nash, there's no problem, you can do that. Ve'enu choshesh, why? And once again, we rely on the Pasuk, Shomer pete'im Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if you like, looks after the simple. Which, if you recall, we brought that Pasuk yesterday. When it was, uh, it was Rabbi Yanai, if you recall, he took all these precautions around his bed by putting the thing to, to make sure the snakes wouldn't get there. And he realized the snakes were getting there anyway. So he just took, right, took away this precaution, those, those bowls of water around the bed, the bed legs. And he also relied on this Pasuk Shomer, just looks after the simple. Okay, let's continue. Rabbi Yonabashem Rav Rav, Dag Nikur Asur. When it comes to a fish, if it's got Perforations in it. We're still concerned that the snake may have bitten into it. Okay. So Chizkia Rabbi says Rabbi Tavi B'Shem Rav says as follows: Dag Nikur Chai Asur. If you've got a perforation in the side of a a um, a Dag Chai, a living fish, then we say it, the whole fish is Asur because we're concerned the venom would have gone through the whole animal, the whole fish. Sorry. Let's sort of switch these next two lines. Met if it's dead. And you see a perforation, or you then then you just take no tell my comma neck All you have to do is cut around the area because we assume that the that venom may have been localized. However, go back up a line or maliach malicha mitchalchel. However, if you insulted the fish, we're concerned that would have drawn out the venom throughout the entire fish, and then you've got to work, discard the entire fish. Okay. Next case. Rav Yaakov bar acha b'shem Rav bar ba avatiach shiniker. If you've got an avatiach. Shiniker, well, that seems there's a perforation, but the Gemara, the Gemara full just change, explains it slightly differently. He says, Shinit mas masu asur. Now, mas masu is like rotted or it's, um, it's, uh, dissolved. It's bnei me'eha. Here, the Gemara full explains us talking the garinim, right? So if the garinim and mas masu have seemed to have a sort of dissolved, that's indication that a snake may have eaten from it and impacted it in that way. And therefore, that's a siman that you have to be careful. Okay. Chad, Baranash, have a time malafafon, nakur. That he was, uh, tain literally means carrying, but it seems to Rosh Hashanah means he was actually selling. He was selling a malafafon that had, that, uh, a snake had bitten from. Well, it wasn't really, they weren't sure of it, but it, it was perforated. Now, malafafon actually doesn't mean cucumber. Kishrimi means cucumber. So malafafons are like either cucumber melon or a mass melon. You'll see why, because it's, he's giving it out to 10 people. And I'll be cucumbers. I'm not sure if you can distribute amongst big, even with 10 people. 
mean, anyway, so it says, what happens? And he gave it out to, to eat, to, to feed it to 10 different people, and they all died. Avrat ririn alav is some of it dripped on his on him or paskete, and Reb Chaim says what actually, what was a paskete? Paskete means it severed him, meaning uh, Reb Chaim says it basically nicked uraglav, it caused his foot to be uh, cut off. Okay, so some of the eres, if you look, fell from it, and uh, and it was bad. Okay, didn't end well for him. Okay, chadbar nash habesani kupat. Now here we here what the Gemara does it talks about other things as well that not necessarily you'll see that are fatal because of a poison, but someone's perception of the food. Now, this is really interesting. It says, He didn't like um, basar keves. He didn't like, um, you know, I don't know, lamb, isn't it? Oh, lamb is below, but sheep meat, okay? One time he ate it, but he, wasn't, he didn't, wasn't aware that he ate it. One guy goes past, the Amar Lane says to him, um, the Amar, the, the Amar, the Amar Lane, the Amar who... That he told him that he's from Amar. It's Kevis. What are you doing? You're eating Kevis. And you just ate it, don't you realize? Ha, ha, ha. Like, you know, you think you didn't like it. And look, you, this is what you just ate. Lahabdil is a bit like when I was little. I hated mushrooms and they tried to sneak it into the food to make me eat mushrooms and it never worked, right? But, it, you know, when they thought they tricked me, they ah, you got mushrooms. You know, the whole thing. But in other words, you, you ate mushrooms. Oh, no, you ate this Kevis. But what happened? Unfortunately, it met. He, he, just knowing he ate it, Caused him to vomit to the, such an excess that this individual died. Okay. Chamra Sharon, there was a Bapundiki, Pundukaya, sorry. These Chamarim came to an inn. Okay. Pundukaya. Amrin Lun, they said, Have Lanu Can you give us some Tufrin is Adashim, lentils? That was great. Can you give us another round? And they gave it to them. Amrin Lun, they said, Kadmaya. One second, the first round you gave us was much nicer. What's, what's going on? Amrin Lun, they said to him, Oh, we found the spine, if you like, or the skeleton of a snake amongst the first ones. Presumably, if it's, since it's following the previous story, they were so repulsed by it, they would vomit and vomit until they died. Okay. Let's continue. Ketiv, it says, if Hashem is pleased with the ways of an individual, even his enemies will uh, will work in his favor, if you like. So, Rabbi Mera, Mera, Zekele, that's a case of a dog, we'll see in a minute. And Rabbi Shur Ben Levi says, Zekele, that's a case of a snake. So, what are these cases? These shepherds were, you know, they were milking. And a snake came, and, and it drank from it. And there was a dog that was looking on. And he witnessed the whole affair. When the when the, um, the the shepherds then want to come to drink from the milk, he began to bark at them. And they didn't, weren't really taking uh, taking note. In the end, what happened is it seems to be the Rebbe explains that the dog came and quickly drank from it and died. In other words, gave up his life to um, to save them. So in other words, here, the enemy, Kibiachal, is the dog. The, even the enemy, there's sometimes a Kelebra and all the like is, is a negative thing. Well, even because presumably the shepherds would, were fulfilling um, the parts Therefore, we say, Okay, next case. Chad Barnash, Avad Tum He made um, ground garlic, Gubeta in his house. Vatu Tor, and a mountain snake, so a different variety, not the ones found in the house. And the local snakes, if you like, they were overlooking, they were looking on. The people of the house, 
want to make it come to eat of it. Mishre metarter aleikun afar. They start to zorek afar. The snakes were casting uh, uh, dust. Velo ipanunun, and, and the people didn't take note of it. The kalagarmi gave. The kalagarmi means if it bila that small latocha shumim, the snake fell into it kadesh loyachlum in order that it wouldn't eat it. And that's the case of a nachash, which usually enemy again was yashlim ito was end up, end up saving the individual. Amalei. Amalei bizion anach. Uh, sorry, next case. Chad barnash zimin chad rabban. He invited one, a rav over, the Ituf Kalbagabe. And what did he do? He brought the dog and sat the dog next to the visiting rabbi. So Amarli, what did I do wrong to you? You wanted to, you wanted to degrade me? He says, no, Amarli Rebbe, you got it wrong. Tivu Anamashlim Lay. I owe to the dog. I'm trying to give cover to the dog. Why? Yeah, Shavina Lay Karta, as in Shvuyim. There were what alun lekarta. Sorry, these shvuyim, these bandits, these came to, came alun. They came to the karta of the city. Al chadminehun. One of the bandits tried to come into the house or by means of itati tried to take advantage of my wife and take her. So the achel beitzav and what did the dog do? The dog came and ate his beitzim, meaning it attacked this individual and prevented him from doing so. So he, it's almost like this. There's the balabait had a lot of hakarata for the dog that saved him, saved if you like, saved his wife, and therefore wanted to be covered by sitting next to the rail. Um, obviously, there's got to be more to the story, but let's now move on to the next Mishnah. Let's continue. Now, here, this is Halacha Dalad. We learn a string of Mishnahs um, about which we will discuss in the Gemara, but I'll, we'll discuss it very um, high level. Let's continue. Chavit Shel Truma. You've got a barrel of Truma. Shonalda Basafik Truma. Now, there's a Safik Truma. Now, normally when it comes to Truma, you've got to, you have a mitzvah to look after the Truma. You've got to make sure it doesn't become Tamir. Now, we've got a Safik Truma. Now, the question is, what Safik Truma are we talking about? And the Rosh Sirilio says, this is actually discussed in, uh, there's a Tosfot in Psachim. And he explains the reason, says, could be, I'll tell you what the question is. Because a Safek Tumah B'Shusayachid is Tahor, correct? A Safek Tumah B'Shusayachid is Tamer. Completely Tamer, you treat it as Tamer. So how do we have a case of literally Safek Tumah that is a Safek? So the explanation is, the Rosh Sirilio says, it says, Venila Relid, Lafaresh, Kogon, Shtei Chaviot B'Shusayachid. There are two Chaviot B'Shusayachid. And he touched one of them, Nagai. doesn't know which of the two he touched. Now they're both considered spake they're pluyot, they're in a suspended state. Why? Because when we learn from the Sota that a Safik Tumber Shasayachid is Tamer, that's when that's that's regarding something that could be true. For example, this Sota, she could be indeed had an affair. Avalhacha. Since it's a suffix between the two of them, we don't know which of the two are Tameh, you can't say suffix to Shoseyachid, they're both Tameh, because it's not true. Only one of them was true, and therefore that's not the case you could compare to Sota. That's why in that case, so only Tamot Shnehem Suffolk, you can't say they're both Vadai Tuma now, Mishum Suffolk. Therefore, that's the case we have Suffolk Tuma, Dershus Hayachid, which would be Tluyot, meaning not Vadai Tameh, but Tluyot. So that's very important. So in other, in other words, you've got a Chavit Shel Tumba that's again, we had this sub that it has a status of a suffix tumma. What's the story with it? Rebeliezer says, if, I were, if it was a place where it was makom hefte, that meaning that it's possible people, the tame could walk past and make a tame. In other words, you've got to bring it now and put it in, um, you've got to still look after it. In other words, despite the fact it's taloid suffix, it's suffix, it's still mitzuvah to look at on, on the shmira. Okay? 
Um, if it was left uncovered, you make it go uncovered, so it doesn't become possible mission giloy. In other words, it's still, despite the fact it's suffix tame, you've, you've still got to look after it. Rabbi Yeshua says, You know, there's what you can do. If it was in a place that's guarded, now you've got no, you can't the tamer be a dime, but you've got no chiyuv to look after it anymore. It's a suffix tuma. So therefore, you can gorem tuma. To it. You can put it in a place that's exposed, or you can now, in my time, if it was covered over, you can now, you can uncover it such that Mishum, the issues of, as we said, um, Mishum, uh, what's it called? Mishum, um, Gilui, we uncover things, you'll be able to dispose of it. In other words, you can make it, you can make, you can bring it to Vadai. However, the Shita says, In other words, you don't, you don't change anything. If it was protected, keep it protected. If it wasn't, then you don't have to protect it. That's the thing. Again, we'll discuss this uh, in, um, in tomorrow's stuff. Let's say, What happens if you've got a barrel that broke in the top gut? Now, it's important to understand that the chavit, on the, the, the barrel, this is in the gut in a press. In the top um, press, you've got chavit or truma that broke. And it starts spilling into, it's getting on its way to spill into, if you like, this, um, a, the board at the, bo- at the bottom that has chulin tmeim. Okay? Once it mixes into it, you've got, I got Maduma Tame. We're going to have a big problem. Okay. You're going to lose the trauma, you lose all the chulin as well. So the question is, what, what happens now? What can I, and let's say at, at my disposal, all I have in the, in the gut is barrels that are tame. Can I now catch the tumor, or the, the trauma to save the chulin down below? The problem is, if I catch it, I'm a tamer be a dime now. I'm making the truma that was at the top tamer. So this is the debate. First, we say, There's the, the, both Rebbe Eliezer and Yoshua agree that if you can quickly run to another place and access Kalim that Torim to salvage some truma to be tahor, You've got to let the first huge amount, however much it is, roll down to the bottom. And yes, you lose a lot. You effectively lose all the chulin because you can still salvage some truma. However, in love, according to you can't do, even if it's going to be appear to be lost anyway, you can't go ahead and matam and be a dime. You, you still got to, therefore, you've got to let it go. Whereas Rebbe Yoshua says, no, you can start catching it. You can start catching it in, in, tame, in tame Kalim to save all the trum, uh, the chulin down below. Next, we've got a, a barrel of shemen that's pour, like it's broken, it's pouring out, and it's going all over the floor, and it's going to be lost. That everyone agrees that what if you can quickly find some truma, sorry, tahor barrels to salvage some of the truma tahora, then you should do so. And not start uh, collecting it with your hands and the like to making it tough. The im love, if if not, then what do we say? Rebbe Yezus says to Rebbe Tibala, you've just got to let it go and get wasted and completely absorbed in the ground. And you can't start trying to salvage and connecting the trauma and make it actively tough. Since it's so far, in other words, according to Rebbe Yeshua, since in his cases, it's going to be lost anyway. This is not the type of truma that, that the Torah us to be careful that it doesn't become tamer. In other words, so um, here I'll just read. I'll read Reb Chaim. He says, sof, sof, Since the end of the day, uh, it's a soft, soft hayayin. It's going to be the tuma azil. V'shem nami azil yibud. Hilkach Reb Shimon says, "Yet, yet, men of Yilvedaim, you can even just go ahead and matamu the hands." 
So there, where do we have a case where you're not allowed to actively, what's the, where the Torah is saying you shouldn't actively make it tameh? What's the case like that? A person's going from place to place. And he's got kikarot truma. The Amar le Nochri, and the Nochri says to him, Ten li achad mehem, give me one of these, betamenas, and I will make the tameh. Okay. Vim love, and if you don't give me one, hare metameh kula, then I'm going to ruin your whole project. I'm going to run around, I'm going to start touching all of them, the whole thing tameh. So Am Rebelazar, so Rebelazar, Rebelazar, Omer says, Yitameh kula, ba'al yiten lo echad mehem. Now, since you can't actively make it tameh, so therefore you've got to say, go ahead, do what you will. Okay. However, according to Rabbi Yoshua, he says, Now, this is important. He says, he can't give it to him directly because if he gives him directly, he's actively making a tamer. However, what you can do is just, you can simply put on the rock and say, here's one, and he can go take it himself. Because if you give it directly, then you're metamevedan. That's not good. That's like, so this is the case where Rabbi Yoshua is a bit more careful. Nonetheless, what? Um, that's another situation we find that it's, uh, even though Rabbi Yeshua says you can't do it directly, he agrees you're not allowed to do it. This is one of the cases where he says you can select one and let him, and, and um, he can come ahead and matam it. However, the case that this is an unfortunate case of women. That uh, the Goim says, give us one of you. Right? The Gemara discusses exactly what are the terms, but it's, simply it sounds like the moment they said, select one of you, and we'll take advantage of her. If not, we're going to take advantage of all of you. Once again, we say, they, they can't select, they can't select any of these women. Therefore, they have to be willing to, to say, because they're not allowed to actively select one of these individuals to um, to be given over. Okay, um, and in this situation, by the way, even Rabbi Yeshua would agree. In other words, doesn't compare the case of the the Truma Ban because we're dealing with Nefesh Yisrael here. Okay, that's a Mishnah. Obviously, there's much a lot to talk about. Tomorrow, we'll uh, the Gemara in the next few days. We'll uh, we'll open up this this uh, string of Mishnah a bit more. All right, calls everyone. Have a yeah, just going to ask you a question. I think it's in the Bible we learned. Uh, you want to take take off, uh, turn off the recording. All right, I'll turn off the recording.